Hey everybody, it's Adina, also known as Dini the Yogini. Hey, this is Lex from Flex of Lex. This is D, your faith-fueled mom. What's up, peeps? This is your girl JQ with Fitness Defied. This is Takima from Takima Renee Fitness, and you are listening to the Fit Black Queens Podcast. On this episode of Fit Black Queens, we're talking about clean beauty with lifestyle blogger Chelsea Williams from That's Chelsea. She's sharing all of her tips and tricks, her knowledge and know-how, and the best brands for actual clean beauty. Check it out and take a listen. This episode of the Fit Black Queens podcast, we have a very special guest, Chelsea Williams. And let me tell you a little bit about Chelsea. She is a plant-based public health nutritionist, media contributor, and a wellness blogger based in Los Angeles, California. She serves as one of six board advisors for The Well, a social brand by Samsung Mobile USA, and Pop Sugar Fitness that focuses on wellness content and experiential events. Chelsea's work has been featured on various media outlets such as TV One, Fox 45, News ABC 7, WJLA, News Channel 8, Essence, PR Newswire, and Beauty Independent. Chelsea possesses a a Master of Public Health Nutrition and is a certified communicator in public health through the National Public Health Information Coalition. And also she goes by That's Chelsea. So we'd like to welcome you today, Chelsea, to the Fit Flat Queens podcast. Welcome. Welcome. So glad you're here. I'm so glad to be here. Yes, we're, we're super excited to have you on our show. And we actually have, you know, a couple questions that, you know, that we also would like to know, and I'm sure our listeners more so would like to know a lot about you and your green beauty skincare. So one of the things I wanted to find out that we all want to know, what does green beauty mean to you and how did you begin your journey? Yeah, so um, I started my journey to green and clean beauty probably around uh, 2010, 2011. Um, I lived with um, an endocrine disorder called hypothyroidism. Uh, Prior to that, I um, had hyperthyroidism, so I had an overactive thyroid, and now I have an underactive thyroid. Um, And I had what they call a series of thyroid storms, and um, at that time, um, that's when I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism and um, was told that, hey, I was going to be, you know, I was going to experience symptoms like, like um, chronic fatigue, hair loss, heart palpitation, bulging eyes, um, weight gain, um, and symptoms that I just didn't really want to accept as my diagnosis. Um, so at that time, I decided to do some of my own research uh, to determine how to manage this chronic condition. condition naturally or in a more natural way, a more holistic way. Um, And during that time, I was also working at a pharmaceutical company, uh, working with patients who had Crohn's disease and multiple sclerosis. And just, I think being surrounded by so many people who were dealing with 
uh, chronic disease or autoimmune disease and then my own health issues really led me to um, do a deeper dive into a more holistic way of living. Um, and that's when I started learning about endocrine disruptors in beauty products, um, um, not just beauty products, but food, household cleaning products. But I know today's topic is about beauty, so that's where I'll keep the focus. But um, that's really how I, I got it all started. And um, this was before I was really had really had a presence on Instagram before before I started a blog. It was a, my own personal journey. It wasn't a brand. It was just it, it really stemmed out of frustration. It stemmed out of um, wanting better for my life, um, and that's how I stumbled upon that. Um, to to answer your second question, you know, uh, I think everyone is going to have their own definition of what green and clean greens. When I think of green beauty. I think of um, sustainable. I think of um, uh, you know eco-friendly. I think I think of those words. When I think of clean beauty, I think of uh, more non-toxic, um, you know, a more non-toxic approach to cosmetics. You know, we most of us we use soap, deodorant, moisturizer every day. What are some of your favorites? And you know, to share with our listeners, what are some of the things that you love? Yeah, well, in terms of body care, I really like Donner, Dr. Bronner's. I mean, Dr. Bronner's is like a staple household name at this point, but I really like the bar soap. Um, I do like a brand called Dr. O'Hara. Um, so I think this goes into like skin type, right? So I have, com so I have combination, um, acne prone, sensitive skin. Um, and so Dr. O'Hara's, I love to use that like on, as body, um, you know, body soap. Um, because it has probiotics in it, which really helps to kind of slough away things that can't always be um, cleared up with our diet, right? Um, so those are just two that come top of mind in terms of body care. Um, really what I look for in products are products that don't have synthetic fragrance, you know, products that don't have petroleum, don't have mineral oil, um, don't have talc, you know, um, and I look for things that smell good. Like, I feel like a beauty clean is part of, like, your overall well-being. And I love beautiful things and to feel beautiful, love, all that. So I usually look for, like, things that are naturally scented with rose. Um, I love florals. I love, like, bergamot um, and some of those things. So some of those more sweet and floral scents. Chelsea. So you mentioned that you look for products that don't contain mineral oil. And I think people are starting to see that pop up now as a tagline for big companies and, and other companies that, that's, that are clean beauty brands. Um, what does that mean? Why should people look for products that don't contain mineral oil? Yeah, so mineral oil has been um, linked to immunotoxicity, right? And it's also... Um, a known potential carcinogen. And it's an ingredient that's already, so when I say carcinogens, for those who don't know, linked to cancer, uh, a cancer-causing ingredient, potentially. Um, and it's already been banned in a few other countries. And um, I don't know why the United States is, uh, is, is lagging, but um, here in the US, it's still legally, um, you know, we can still use it here in our products. But those are the two big things that I, I look for, for things that can be potentially endocrine disruptors and things that have been linked um, to cancer um, because obviously, you know, cancer is rampant right now. And a lot of our um, 
you know, a lot of these ingredients we don't realize are also linked to um, the negative impacts in our reproductive health. I think that's huge. And we, when you think about things like um, our hair products, like uh, chemical relaxers and um, some of these other commercial hair products that also have been linked to uh, our reproductive health. A mineral oil is just another one of those ingredients and um, that's why I choose to avoid it. Okay, and uh, that's interesting on the endocrine part of it because I suffered from uh, Hashimoto's. So um, this, it's interesting. That's a, that's a whole nother conversation, but yeah, that's uh, pretty interesting. And they just kind of decreased my medication now because they found out they were giving me way too much before. So that's a whole nother issue. So that's really good information. So for our listeners and this, was someone else saying something? I'm sorry. For our listeners and for us as well, that we know nothing about clean beauty and we're looking to make a change, what recommendation do you give to someone that's looking to start? I want to get rid of all my X, Y, and Z products and I want to start clean. What, what would you recommend? Where to yeah, start? it can be overwhelming. I think um, we don't want to be wasteful, right? So I think it would be to uh, use what you have first. I think people could go in this mode like, oh my gosh, they go into a panic. It's like, I just want to clear up my whole cabinet and throw everything away. Like, um, my recommendation is usually to go ahead and use up what you have um, and then try to find safer swaps as it's time to replace those products. Um, okay. So for, for our listeners and for us as well, if someone knows nothing about clean beauty, eco-friendly, and they're looking to make a change, where should they start? What are your recommendations? How should they start? Well, safer cosmetics. Um, just just to eliminate waste because I think when we're moving to more sustainable products we think oh I just want to throw this away but that's not sustainable or that's not eco-friendly either right that's not um you know it's, it's kind of wasteful so I say to use what you have and then make safer swaps as you go along thing people should do is to not get overwhelmed it can there's a lot of information out there and I know the first thing we want to do is just throw away all our products and just start over um but that that's also really wasteful so usually i just recommend that people use up what they have left and then make a safer swap as they go along so swap that product out next um so i think synthetic fragrance is um huge i think it's it's in everything so if you think about when you walk out the door most of us are putting on 10 plus products we're putting on lotion we're putting on body oil putting on lipstick lip liner mascara eyebrow pencil foundation concealer i mean and all of these have uh, can can have synthetic fragrance in it. So it's like we're putting this, lit. then we put on perfume at that. Um, so I think that's the number one ingredient to look out for. Uh, if you're someone who's completely new, you know, you know nothing about it and you need um, a guide, usually what I recommend is um, a tool from Beauty Heroes, a company called Beauty Heroes, who has been in this industry for a really, really long time. And they have a free pocket guide that you can actually download on their website that you can keep, you can download it, you can um, download it to your phone. So that way when you're in the store and you're looking, they have um, some of the top ingredients that you should avoid uh, while you're shopping and why um, listed. So that's a really great resource. There's also some mobile applications that you can use. So um, I really like the Environmental Working Groups app called Skin Deep. It's a great tool. They also have a website that you can visit. Um, and there's another app that's called Think30. Now, um, Think Dirty, uh, you know, that, that is a for-profit application. So um, you've got to do your own research and do your own homework and figure out, you know, um, 
what's going to really work for you. But um, Think Dirty doesn't always have the products that, um, what, I, what I'm finding, that um, are marketed toward black women. Okay, so uh, I, would, I would start with um, the pocket guide that I recommended from Beauty Heroes and also the Environmental Working Group's um, Skin Deep app. Um, and I really, there's other, there's lots of um, quote unquote um, clean beauty retailers out here who have guides like that. Um, you know, Adina, I know that you're an ambassador for Folane. Folane, I believe, has some resources. Um, Credo Beauty, the detox market. Uh, so there are brands out there who have um, guides out there for you. So I would also start with those. Chelsea, I, sorry, this is Alexis again. When you're talking about clean beauty swaps, one question that I had for myself recently was, are there clean beauty options for natural hair dye? Have you found that to be something that you've seen on the market or what advice do you have for that? Yeah. Um, so we know um, henna is a natural. So when you say dye, do you want to darken the hair or do you want to lighten the hair? Let's say lighten the hair. Okay. Um, there is a company called, I believe it's called, oh, it's um, Nature Tint, Nature Tint that I've seen on the market. And they have a more uh, natural alternative. And you can find them in most health food markets, um, you know, Whole Foods. Um, trying to think of what other health food stores that, that other, our readers may be listening to. But I've seen them in Whole Foods Market. Um, and you can order, of course, directly from the retailer, Thrive Market, um, and places like that. Yeah, I find that I use henna uh, for my hair, and um, I have to use a combination of different ones to get the, you know, the layering and the type of technique that I have, but what I did find out about henna and dealing with natural products, like you were saying, Chelsea, is you got to do your research, because a lot of times the product does work, but they're not marketing to the product for the product to work on everybody. They're marketing it, marketing it to work on certain instances, and that's the part they're not telling us, which is the part where we get so confused and overwhelmed by, like you said, so many products that use the words or the terms natural, organic, you know, clean beauty, green beauty, and they're not always that definition. Do you find that everybody defines their green differently or do you do you find define do you find that with your products you define what green means for your products or do you let your consumers help you make those de defining terms yeah well i personally don't sell any products any beauty products myself um i have my own standard of you know clean and green and i think everyone has to um a lot of times you know with um more, more. See, there's a lot of greenwashing. Number one, there was a lot. There was a few points that were addressed. So, number one is a lot of greenwashing. So, the label will be green. You know, um, <laughs> it'll say natural on the front. It'll say have the picture of the, the globe on there to be grass and flowers. And then, because because the um, the merchant is relying on you, right, to just say, oh, this looks healthy and not actually turn the label over and kind of read the back and see what you're actually getting. Um, so number one is to always, you know, read the label. Um, and I, by definition, like I tried to, there, there are a lot of products out here, I would say that are not marketed to us or not even formulated for our skin. 
So one of the things, and we have sensitivities to things. Like for, for me personally, because of my skin type, coconut oil does not work well on my face. When I apply it to my face, it causes breakouts, right? So any product that's coconut oil, I can't use that on my face. And a lot of natural, quote unquote, natural products or green or clean products contain coconut oil and then we're breaking out and we don't understand why because um, we think it's natural and healthy and has great ingredients, but there are a lot of irritants as well um, in these products, you know, um, essential oils that can irritate the skin. So um, that that's another, you know, that's a whole nother topic. But what I would say is that you have to figure out what your standard is. For me, I don't, fragrance is huge for me because, or synthetic fragrance is huge because I, like, I, like I shared, um, living with autoimmune disorder, you know, I, I have to try to avoid those things as much as possible. Um, I think there's a big thing too with phenothiethanol, uh, right, which is a preservative that we see that has been linked. Um, there's not, it's, it's inconclusive, right? There, there's still being research being done about whether or not this is associated with cancer or this is a, a cancer-causing ingredient. But um, there are products that I use or have used that are, to, be, to be candid are still in my, um, in my possession or still in my rotation because there hasn't, I haven't found anything better that, that works. It's not being marketed to me. Or um, it's the access. Access is a huge issue. You know, a lot of these Ecolux products are $80, $90, $100 um, for a, a cleanser. You know what I mean? Um, so I try to do the best that I can with, the, with what I have access to, with what I have access to. And I think that's really important as you're going along this journey is uh, to, to do the best you can where you are and know that this is like a lifetime of trying to do better. And as new information comes out, there's always going to be something that we learn that we're using that could be better, right? There's going to be new development. So um, I think you have to make your own, you know, in short, make your own definition. I usually try to shop products that are um, clean at Sephora, right? So um, again, everyone has their own definition, but that's what I usually try to go to the clean of um, Sephora standard and uh, just try to avoid talc. Talc is another huge one. Um, so again, I use the Beauty Heroes Pocket Guide too, and I have used it. And so some of those core products that they have listed are really what I try to avoid and just do the best I can with what I have access to in the, in the present moment. I do have a question for you. Um, I said in a few episodes of um, that I'm looking for the perfect toothpaste. And um, I was recommended by Adina, My Magic Mud. So far, that's the, been the best so far. But do you have any other recommendations beside My Magic Mud? I'm going to tell you, there's some that's just disgusting, okay? I won't go, <laughs> like, I, there are some that I just won't try, but I want to know what you try. Yeah, so I have a few in my rotation. Actually, I use a small, a black-owned um, toothpaste company. It's called Me Naturals, M-E Naturals. Uh, it stands for Manifesting Energy Naturals. Um, and they send a, a jar, it's a pot, really, of toothpaste. It lasts you three months. A great product. Um, I also really like Aromier. So Aromier is this, a brand that you can find in Whole Foods. You can find them um, on iHerb. You can find them on Amazon. You know, um, in a lot of these online retailers. And it's an Ayurvedic toothpaste. It's one of my favorites. Um, it's naturally whitening um, to the teeth. That's, it's fluoride-free. Both, both, all the brands that I'm mentioning are fluoride-free. Um, so I love that brand. 
Um, and I like the way it makes my mouth feel. Um, and I also really like David's natural toothpaste. And you can find David's, you know, on Whole Foods as well. And you can find it on other online retailers. Um, David's is starting to be really popular now too. So I've seen it um, in health food, most health food markets. Um, but I think when, we, when it comes to dental care and toothpaste, you know, we need to think about, see, this is why I'm, I, I love talking about, I could talk about this stuff all day long because there's so many things that we can do to just have overall better dental health and have whiter, brighter teeth, you know, a better smile, right? Um, you know, I really like to do oil pulling first thing in the morning. I do that for 20 minutes every single day. Um, before you brush your teeth, uh, you can take, you know, coconut oil or sesame oil. And again, this is another Ayurvedic method to remove bacteria and toxins from the mouth and to make your teeth whiter and brighter. So really what you do is you take like a half a spoonful of the oil, you swish it in your mouth for 20 minutes, and then you spit it out in the trash. You don't want to spit it out in the toilet or the sink or anything like that because over time the oil, the bacteria can clog the drain. So you just spit it out. Um, and then after I oil pull, I really like to do what's called tongue scraping. And you can get like a copper tongue scraper or um, you, you have other materials that you you know, fine, but you get a tongue scraper and you scrape, you literally scrape your tongue. So if you notice first thing in the morning when you wake up, some of us, um, many of us have a white coating on our tongue. And really what that is, is our body goes through a natural detoxification phase while we're sleeping, right? So that's when you wake up, your skin is oily, your tongue is white, you have bad breath syndrome, right? That's your body getting rid of all the bacteria, right? So you want to take that tongue scraper and scrape all that stuff off your tongue. And by doing that, that also stimulates the internal organs, right? It's almost like a little mini wake up to the system. So that's another thing that too, I think really great helps with overall, um, you know, dental health. And of course, flossing, flossing every day, you know, flossing twice a day after each meal, um, making sure that if you have tea, like if you're a tea drinker like me, or you drink, say, let's say you drink wine or some of those things that can stain the teeth is to make sure you at least at minimum, if you're not in a place where you can brush your teeth to take some water and to swish that stuff, you know, in your mouth. So that it doesn't, you know, it eliminates uh, staining. And then of course you just go through your normal routine as you will. You brush your mouthwash. Um, another brand that I really, really like that now that I'm, we're talking about this is essential oxygen and um, essential oxygen makes a natural, uh, whitening wash that's really great for the teeth and they also have um, paste and um, a powder a whitening powder that you can add to your toothpaste to, to naturally whiten your teeth uh, so some of the those are some of the steps that I take to have a, a better smile and to 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 just have a just to make sure that my, my tooth health is in check so Chelsea since you talked about like there's things we can do to have a whiter smile and be healthier I think it ties also to your how you eat your diet, right? Can you talk a little bit about how your diet is connected to your clean beauty and skincare routine and lifestyle? Yeah, well, um, you guys know that I'm huge on nutrition. And um, I would say that, you know, our skin is our largest, largest organ. And it's really great that we're eating healthy, we're juicing, we're having our smoothies every day, we're making sure we're getting all the nutrition that we need, right? And that we're trying to eat really clean and organic food when we can. But if you're eating healthy all day long and then you come and take synthetic ingredients that are not necessarily healthy for you and you put them on your skin, what's the point? It's kind of like, it's, 
it's it's defeating the purpose you know um and when we when we put chemicals on our skin or anything on our skin it goes directly into your bloodstream like that like and so why would you want to put something topically basically to your blood your bloodstream like that like almost within seconds if you know that it's so harmful to you you know what i mean um so th that's how it's connected for me is like it's 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 a really truly a lifestyle in terms of not only trying to eat healthier but use better products and honestly um i think our community really needs to prioritize creating a legacy of health right and so we pass down recipes we pass down old fashion we have these style icons but where's like where are the like the health and wellness icons where are the health and groups like we don't i don't want this information to become lost in our, a lot of us don't you know our community doesn't have access to the information but you don't want this to become lost over time so i think it really um that's how for me that's how it's connected it's maintaining my overall well-being living with the autoimmune disorder um, and then just too, it's like nutrition is not the only thing that we need to do. You know, you need to have a healthy home. You need to be using better products um, and things like that. And it's a journey and it's a process. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm perfect, but uh, I'm working towards, you know, greater. That's, that's awesome. That's really awesome. You know, um, one of the things um, I wanted to find out, you know, your skin is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> always, always has been. What is in brief your actual skincare philosophy? I think you touched on some of the, the, the ingredients that we should stay away from and so on and so forth. But what is your skincare philosophy and what product have you tried that really wowed you to say, you know what, this is going in my rotation because I love it? Hmm. Well, I think number one, I'm always gonna say for good skin, you know, it's going to be a nutrition piece. You got to monitor what you eat. Because if you eat a lot of processed foods, a lot of synthetic ingredients, all that stuff is going to show up on your face, right? We got to eat things that are nourishing to our skin, hydrating, right? I'm always talking about like eating your water. We, think, we talk about drinking water, but it's, it's really important to also eat your water, eat foods that are, high, are, are hydrating to the skin so that you can have, uh, obviously, uh, your skin can have a better overall appearance, your hair, your eyes, nails, things like that. Um, next, I think, is really find what works for you. And for me, um, one of the things, this is my philosophy, is to find products that are as natural as possible that, that work for you that you can have access to. Um, I can take you through my routine step by step. Usually at night, I always uh, start with the oil. Not just at night, but when I, before I cleanse my skin, I always start with an oil cleanse. Um, the reason being is that when you oil cleanse that we're going to remove blackheads, it preps your skin for product, right? And without damaging the lipid layer of your skin. So I start with the oil cleanse and then I start with like a, my, my regular cleanser. Um, I do exfoliate, um, about two to three times a week. I use an, an exfoliator. Um, I use a toner after that. And then I will use, um, you know, any serums or anything like that. And then I'll add my moisture, uh, my moisturizer and then my oil. Um, I think something we don't talk about enough is sun protection and, um, you know, black skin, right? We need melanin, right? We need vitamin D and it's great to be out on the sun. But we also need sun protection. Um, so that's something that's a non-negotiable for me um, is to apply sun protection every single day. Um, and one of the brands that I'm really liking right now is called Supergoop. 
and the reason I like them is because they don't leave a white cast on the skin and doesn't irritate the skin. A lot of some, you know, some, some protectants um, used to irritate my skin and used to cause like little, little really small bumps, like almost like heat bumps. Um, so sun protection is non-negotiable and not just your face, your body as well. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I try to keep it simple. You know, I try not to stress about my routine. Like, stress ages the skin. makes the skin look bad, too. So I think when we, you know, stress about things, um, that can do some damage, too. And we don't want that. Wow, you have been, like, a wealth of knowledge um, from head to toe, literally. Head <laughs> to toe. Uh, providing us a lot of insight and our listeners. And, you know, um, I think Takima has a question, and I'm going to wrap it up. No, I don't have a question. I just want to say something. Um, this entire interview with you, I've just been um, Googling, and I just want to let you know, I've spent so much money while talking to you right now. <laughs> I've already <laughs> bought, like, some toothpaste, uh, like, a tongue scraper. I'm just like, oh, I can't wait for this package to come in. But, yeah, this has been very knowledgeable for even us who feel like we've already, we already do green living. We live this way. But I've learned so much while talking to you. I do have a question and I was trying to ask it a while ago. The oil pulling. <laughs> I think it's really admirable. You do it for 20 minutes. Cause I have tried to get to that. Like I, I worked my, I'm, I'm, it's, that's admirable. <laughs> Let's just say that because like squishing, like literally my jaw gets so like tired from doing it. So um, any tips on how to get to that 20 minute mark? Yeah. Just build your way up to, I mean, I didn't start out at 20 minutes and I'm not even trying to act like, I've been, I've been doing this for 10 years, literally now. So I, when I started oil pulling, I started out with five minutes. I was like, yo, my jaw is tired. Like, you know, so I, I would push and then I would spit it, you know, you spit it out and there's nothing wrong with swishing for five minutes, taking a break, spitting it out and then adding, you know, to getting another half a spoonful starting over. But it's, at first I got bored. I was like, am I supposed to just stand here and like, look in the mirror and like swish the oil? And no, what I did is like, I was like, I found other things to keep myself busy during that process. So I get up and iron my clothes or as I was swishing or I was listening to music or I was, I like to use my diff essential oil diffuser every day. So I would start getting, I water my plants, yeah. find other things that I had to do in the morning to kind of like take my mind off on how long I was actually swishing, which right. you could definitely build your way up to it. I mean, five, 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever, all that is going to be effective, um, you know, in your, in your, oral, your oral health. So, um, don't beat yourself up. You'll get there. One more thing. I'm obsessed with my teeth. So is there any <laughs> floss that you recommend? Because I am a huge flosser and just your regular floss is very toxic. So is there a floss that you recommend to add to tequila yeah. um, list of things to buy? <laughs> Yeah, let me actually let me look it up because I always forget the name of it. Um, I use it, but it's the branding on it is so small that and so uh, it's called Lucky Teeth. Teeth. Lucky Teeth. Lucky Teeth. Yeah, Perfect. Lucky Teeth. Mm-hmm. I really like that brand. I get it from Beauty Heroes, actually. Um, I wanted to just um say one other thing. Go for it. While I'm Go thinking it. about it, and I meant to say this um when the question was asked about the the hair dye, the hair dye. We talked about like lightening the hair and I personally have never um, dyed my hair. Um, I have really dark hair. Now I have used chemical relaxers. So, but what I found was that over time after I stopped using chemical hair relaxers, 
that my hair was naturally really dark. I had no idea that I had black hair. I always thought I had this like this light, like almost rust, naturally rust colored like hair. And so now when my hair was black and when it started turning black, I was like, wow, I, I want to keep it black. I want it to be dark. And so one of the things that, um, you know, I'm, I'm of the age where I have gray hairs. So one of the things that um, I started doing to prevent gray hairs was um, to drink nettle tea. That's one of my staples for hair health. So nettle tea is rich in sulfur and it helps to keep the hair naturally dark. So it has sulfur, silica, and other ingredients in it that are great for hair health. So not only can you drink the tea, but you can actually use the tea as a hair rinse. So my, my grandmother used to use sulfur treatments when I was yes. little. Yes. So instead of doing the actual sulfur, using a sulfur product, you can just use nettle tea, which is probably more affordable um, you know, to you. But another one that I like to use, there's another company that Adina knows that I love. It's called Anima Mundi. And Anima Mundi Herbals is this company that sells like teas, tonics, you know, all the things. And there is a product called Hishi Wu. It's a Chinese herb. And that also is the herb of what they call longevity, right? And so it's not just for hair health, it's, you know, for immunity. But one of the things is that um, in Chinese medicine, Hishi Wu is also used to keep the hair naturally dark and to prevent gray hairs. So um, you can incorporate that. You can add that into your smoothie. You can put it in your teas. You can, your juices and things like that. So I, of course, you know, this goes without saying, with anything that I have recommended on this, on this um, recording, please, uh, you know, obviously talk to your practitioner, your qualified practitioner before you start things. Because I don't know, you know, if there's any um, contraindications or whatever with any medications people may be taking. But um, this is an, a, a Chinese herb that I also use um, to keep the hair naturally dark. So if you're looking for an alternative to keep your hair dark, you don't want to use hair dye, um, those may be a couple places to start. And it's... Funny that you mentioned um, um, uh, Amina Monday. I ordered the rose powder and it has been sitting in New York City now for at least three weeks because of the COVID. So I'm waiting for that. They've been messaging me saying they just can't get it out the city. You know, it's just been a problem. But their collagen and all their other products have just been so beneficial. I have a cabinet full now of their products. So, ladies, do you have any other questions before Chelsea before we wrap up? Hmm. Wow. I don't. I don't. I think this was just awesome, though. I do so, too. Chelsea, with your beautiful skin and your beautiful self, where can our listeners find you on social? Yeah, you can find me um, on most social platforms. So Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, um, as That's Chelsea. And then you can find me on Twitter um, as Hi That's Chelsea. And um, you, of course, can always go to my website for information, that's Chelsea.com. And um, later this year, I'm actually going to be releasing an ebook um, with beauty um, and food-related content um, with some of my recipes and DIY stuff tips um and it's called your plate matters and that will be coming out later this year so hopefully you'll be able to get some more information there as well that's awesome that's great that is absolutely awesome d you want to close it out dear so yeah if you guys have any questions that you want to ask chelsea other than hitting her up definitely send us an audio message on anchor you can find us everywhere um 
if you're not listening to us already, <laughs> on Spotify, <laughs> Apple, Google, Stitcher. And until next time, queens, goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.